Warning, this podcast contains material not suitable for younger audiences. And some material that's not suitable for older audiences. If you're part of any age group, we've found a way to offend you. Run while you still can. We are the Hapless Heroes. Well, I'd sure like to get back in there. Cool. I just need you to sign this really quick. And they just like put out a form in front of you. It's written in Elvish. Everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Havos Heroes Podcast. I'm Francesco, and tonight I'll be your host and DM. Let's go ahead and introduce our party before we get into things. To my left, we have James playing Hoblet the Smasher. Good evening, friendos. To his left, we have my brother Massimo playing Morton Mac, aka Gorgeous Mort. Let's get it on. We have Dave next to him playing Omega Project Prototype Zero. I wonder how things are going back at the lab. And then we have Zach playing Parado Lincoln Woods. Lincoln Woods here, you got the goods. And finally, we have John <laughs> playing Lord Jarrell the Light. Always a pleasure. So last time when we left off, you guys had entered Igor's challenge dungeon and not done as well as I thought you were going to do. <laughs> Did you? You thought we were going to do one well? Fail. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. One failure out. Did not take much. What part of hapless did you not right. understand? <laughs> we're, we're not. I the mean, greatest. I did name the show. <laughs> no. It all, really is all my fault. All the problem solvers got expelled. Or problem causers, we should really say, got expelled right. pretty Whoa. quickly. Yeah. Uh, Hoblet tried to climb back into the dungeon and was promptly. Not only expelled from it again, but <laughs> carried off by some... What did they give me the climbing potion for then? Maybe a consolation prize? He was thinking outside um, of the box. Yeah, I mean, you did. Uh, now he's probably and, being and you thrown were into another box. And, 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 <laughs> and you but were outside of this one. Right. And you were instructed to think outside the box. You just thought way outside the box. Like you were in the loser's room, you lost, good day, sir, and you were still thinking about how to complete it. I mean, good on you. Win but, at any cost. You know. So in the loser's room, we have Mort and Jarrell, and we did have Hoblet there as well, but then he got carried off. I wrote down on my Hoblet notes, I got asked to leave in a direct way. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you were literally, you're literally being carried arm, carried arm in arm by two burly, right. I got burly asked men. to leave in a direct, very, they were very direct right. about it. And we have Zero and Paradil still going strong inside of the <laughs> challenge. They used skip training to ask you to leave. Right. So... We're going to actually open up into the loser's room. And there's some killer music playing from some sort of speakers somewhere. And um, there's a, you know, a fresh sheet of cake and a fresh sheet of pizza being brought into the room. There's some various beverages in different containers. Um, there's a lot of adventurers in here who have already failed and are like socializing with each other. You know, all different shape, sizes, races. I mean, there's, there's at least like, you know, 30 or 40 people in here already. And... Um, you see, guys, see Hobbit get carried out. 
<laughs> Can I smell the pizza on my way out? <laughs> they oh, walk yeah. past you. Oh, yeah. They purposely, they purposely <laughs> march you past it. Oh, it's from Little Nino's on 30, 30 oh, seconds. Yeah. 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 Okay, can I roll a strength check to see if I can break one hand free, grab a piece of pizza real quick, and take a bite? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Fifteen. Um, you're looking. You're going against a twenty-three <laughs> and a twenty-one. Oh, so they have out muscles. Yeah, they're they're holding you back, and they're really that. pulling you through. So it's, speaking it's of where you're pulling you through, part. they're marching you down like a series of corridors. Um, if like looking kind of left and right quickly, you can see that in some of the open doors of some of the rooms that branch off out of these corridors, it's just sort of these winding hallways, like back and forth, left, right, straight, left, right, straight. Like it's kind of like a you you, you barely remember which way you came from. Damn it! Um, but there's like various tinkering going on in certain rooms. You can see them like almost like building different traps or different parts for maybe this dungeon. You can see people actually loading things into almost like um, like shoots to like send up into the challenge. Um, and as if people see you being carted along, like some of them see you looking and they'll like quickly shut the door, you know, like top secret stuff going on back here. And you're carried into a small room with a single chair and a magical light hanging above it. And they throw you in there and shut a, uh, like dual banded iron door behind you. And they're saying, saying, wait here. So we're going to cut to zero. <laughs> Alrighty then. While, uh, while James is in Hoblet, for that matter, are getting them their bearings. And um, zero, you had gone to the left at the, or the, sorry, to the right at the last um, T intersection you went to. At the end of that intersection, you had picked up, uh, I believe, um, there was a potion of growth. Did you grab that or did you I that did one? grab the potion of growth, yes. Okay, yes. So now the room you're looking at uh, is a rectangular room in which there are four pedestals with bowls on the top that, you know, as if like to put items in them. Um, each that seems to have some sort of inscription written there, but you'd have to enter the room to really uh, take a look at them. Okay, I am going to enter the room. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah, immediately yeah. perceive the room. Yeah, yes. yeah. I'm not even going to make you roll for that. So you can actually see on the back wall um, by the entrance, there is a table with three items on it. A coin, a pillow, and a puzzle piece. There are not enough items to go into all four pedestals, but um, you know there's 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 some there's riddles on each of the pedestals as well. Um, on the first, there all is, right. I have a head but no arms, a tail, yet no legs. Okay, I'm. I will go from the table, pick up the coin, and put the coin into that one. Sure. Uh, you don't hear any sort of acknowledgement or anything like that, but you do. You put the coin inside of yeah. the pedestal. Okay. Um, on the second uh, pedestal, there is every morning, a noggin I shed. Every evening, I regain my head. Okay. I will grab the pillow and put it on that one. Okay. On the third, it says, a little round, a little straight. The picture is clear, but we love to obfuscate. Okay, and the puzzle piece can go on that one. Okay. And on the fourth, it says, Flip me by night, flip me by day. Will it help? Who can say? Hmm. Yeah, 
and I will pick up all three and put all three on that one. Okay. Um, nothing seems to happen. Okay. There's a door at the at the end on the wall where like the 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 um where the items were sitting. Okay. Like next to that shelf. All there's right. There's like a door sitting there. Okay. I will attempt to open that door. Yeah, it's unlocked. Okay, and walk through it. Sounds great. Um, there is another alcove at the end of this hallway. All right. It has an immovable rod labeled on a pedestal in that alcove, and it is a T-intersection that goes left and right. Okay, I will take the immovable rod. Okay. And I will continue to the right. What's an immovable rod? How did you take it? It's a rod... I think maybe about a foot long or so. It has a button on it, and if you push the button, that rod will not move, regardless of where it is or what cool. it does. Completely suspended in air. Item. Yeah, I want to say it holds about 800 pounds or something like that. I think so. We'll look right. it up later if we need to. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I apologize. There's actually not a T intersection. It actually just goes to the right. Oh, okay. Well, good talk. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to now cut the camera to Paradil. Perido, when we left off, you had just uh, exited one of the rooms. Um, that one was the one with the, uh, what is it? Basilisks. Yep, the basilisks. And you had picked up a potion of cold resistance. That's right. And then you went to the left. What great horror do I meet at the end of this hallway? <laughs> Nothing. No, don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> this appears to just be a large room with a door on the far side, like sit across from you. Okay. Um, there doesn't appear to be any sort of like keyhole or lock on this door that you can see. Um, and the room is scattered with gold and small gems. Okay. That's it. That's all you see. Okay. Um, Whole bunch of gold and gems in here and a door at the far end. Okay. What, what does the floor look like here? The floor is lava. <laughs> it looks like a floor. Straight fire. Just uh, maybe we'll say it's like it's ever so it's carpeted. Okay. Um. What are there any markings or indentations or egress points on the wall? Just the door. Okay. Um. I mean, you can give me an investigation, I guess, if you want to like kind of yeah. scour the walls a little bit, or maybe even a perception. Okay. Um, let's do an investigation. Okay. For the room in general. Can I do that? I mean, you're, you're focusing on the walls, specifically. Okay. Fine. If you're investigating. Ooh. Hang on. That went off the table. Uh, that's a 20. Uh, yeah, the, nothing seems to be funny about the walls. Okay. I take my whip out, and I whip around the treasure a little bit. Okay, I mean, some gold coins kind of scatter a little bit, but nothing seems to react. Okay. I slowly... Slowly make my way into the room. Yeah, you're already in. Okay. And uh, with each step, I'm sort of like... Like tapping the floor a little bit? Like I'm like tapping your foot a little forward, and then you take the step. Yeah, Yeah, like very cautiously walking through. Yeah, sure. I mean, you're doing that just fine. Okay. Hmm. Do I take (laughs) the gold? (laughs) How much gold is in here? Oh, there's got to be at least like thousands. Of gold pieces and then like you know hundreds of gems. This seems like a trick. I'm going to it's leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave alone all that gold. Okay. I'm not touching a piece of it. Okay. I'm like very carefully stepping around all of it. So you stopped whipping it all over the room. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's, That's right. right. I bad gold. Bad that. treasure. 
but stepping on it is where he draws the line. Right. <laughs> I'm not going to remove any of it from the floor. Okay. Because it's just laying freely sure. on the floor, right? Okay. Do you just go for the door then? Yeah. Okay. It's right. unlocked. Okay. Um, I again <laughs> take my uh, my mirror on a stick from my thieves' tools. Oh, because you have thieves' tools as Paradel too, huh? I do. I do have thieves' <laughs> nice. tools. And uh, I take a look around that corner. Like when you creak open the door? Yeah. That's uh, uh, another alcove that leads down. There seems to be a... Or I'm sorry, another hallway that leads down and a uh, little alcove at the end of it. Okay. I'm going to do a perception check. See Kay. if there's anything crazy about this place. Sure. It's at 18. It looks exactly like all of the other alcoves you've seen at the end of uh, challenge rooms. Okay. Slowly take a step through the door into the alcove. You do that successfully. Okay. I hope somebody's watching all this on camera. There is, there is an like alcove. CCTV is watching right. Paradil go through and like right. open the door when there's nothing fucking wrong, and he's like looking through with hey. the mirror. Yeah. Like, like MXC, <laughs> where the, the boulder comes down. And he, like, <laughs> he, taps his, he taps his foot across a couple times, like whoa, whoa. whoa I'm hearing, whoa. I'm hearing a lot of mockery from the losers' room right now. So. <laughs> hey, we, we don't know where Hoblet is. We're all just super jealous so at this point. At the end of this, <laughs> at the end of this hallway, there's an alcove. Yeah. And then in that alcove, there actually is, appears to be a potion of clairvoyance Ooh, labeled. Okay. It's not a real word. Is it really? Not it's a made-up word. Really? Is no, it? I might be wrong on that one. Yeah, I was backing you. And there is only one passage. <laughs> that, there's only one passage that just leads straight, slightly forward, straight ahead to another uh, room. Okay. And we're going to cut back to the losers' room. Again, killer music playing, right? People are eating refreshments, enjoying their beverages, their adult beverages. Um, I would like to know what uh, Mort and Jarrell are doing. Jarrell is just finishing that first piece of cake that he was just started munching on when Hoblet got dragged out. And uh, he's getting up, he's seen there's a whole bunch of different travelers around, mm -hmm. and he's relatively you know, new to the adventurer game. I mean, for the, right. everything he's learned so far, he learned in the Citadel, you know? Right. So he's trying to uh, just get to know some of the adventurers. Uh, is there anyone in the room that looks like especially like weathered or like they'd been through a I'm lot. I'm sure you can I, you can find any number of those people. So Jarrell's gonna grab a, some punch and just start chit-chatting. Sure. <laughs> Hold on a second. I'm gonna go to the bucket. The bucket. <laughs> this one's gonna be some shout out to our Reddit users. Yes. Reddit users. People of Reddit. Use us. So Wait, you meet a other you, way around. Yeah, you meet a particular <laughs> adventure. You meet a, a particular adventuring party here. Okay. Um, one, it looks like a, almost like she looks like a kobold, and he's like you know wearing like sort of like these like druidic garbs. He introduces himself cool. as uh, Mbo, and uh, he's traveling with uh, Zaltir, the half orc bard, and Idris Sarokeep, a human um, rogue who seems to be wearing some holy vestments also. Can I get those run back yeah, one seriously. more time? Yeah, I'd like to remember their names. Sure. <laughs> Ambio, Kobold Swamp Druid. Zaltir, the Half Orc Bard. Zaltir. Zaltir. And Iris Sourkeep. Sa I'm sorry. Iris Sorrowkeep, a human rogue slash cleric. And those come uh, 
Thanks to uh, Dan underscore Peculiar, R. Tiding, and Connor's Crazy 2 on Reddit. Thank you guys for those awesome names. Shout out. Thanks. You the best. And they start telling you tales of their adventures. Like, you know, like essentially like killing orc raider camps and, you know, helping the local people, whatever region they come from. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah, Jarrell's just going to introduce himself as I am Lord Jarrell, the light of House Passa. I'm here with an adventuring party of our own. <laughs> yeah, and like they just like you start just droning on. Yep, yep. Yeah. Talking um, about myself, like all my. You know. Right. Yeah. That sounds good. Mort, what are you doing while he's like kind of just now starting to brag about himself and his exploits? <laughs> right. So, uh, so I'm seeing the, all this happen, and I just uh, ate a few pieces of cake earlier, and I'm now starting to draw on my sorrows that I didn't finish as well as I thought I would. So I'm feeling a little guilty about eating all that cake. So I'm just like finger scooping the frosting off the top of nice. the cake, watching, you know, Jarrell kind of make himself look like a fool in front of these other adventurers. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm in his party, and I, and I kind of want to you know, help them out. These guys look very uninterested. So I'm going to grab a chunk of cake. I'm going to throw it at th- those adventurers that he's, uh, the ones they, they're, 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 looking, they're looking uninterested in his story. Just to kind did of, did you just throw, just you, to kind did of you just incite up. a food fight? Jarrell immediately turns. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to roll for a chance for food fight. A food fight breaks out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's yes. getting rowdy. You just, you did it. You don't even have to roll for it. Jarrell is absolutely it. shocked and right. runs over to Mort. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, I mean, and, and Food is everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's being flung everywhere. Slices of pizza are sticking to people's faces. There's cake and frosting, and even like you know, someone found like a, some sort of fizzy beverage and is just squirting it all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute chaos in the losers' room. <laughs> Jarrell is just ducking for cover at this point, trying not to get any of this mess. And I'm just joyfully laughing. Yeah, telling Jarrell I got his back. How well do I dodge? <laughs> and then he gets some debris. food on you. It's right. pretty there's impossible. No, there's no dodge. There, yeah, there's some like face pieing going right. around. Oh, oh yeah. In this room, right? At this, okay, yeah. Good. And by pie, I mean like pizza pie. People are so, slipping no, like on the pies. cake. Right in the kisser. Yeah, there's that too. So. Um, we're gonna cut to Hoblet for a second. Hoblet, you not, you you not hear like the shuffling of boots like through the like in the hallway outside the door. Someone's like, "Oh, we got a situation in the losers' room oh, again," <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you hear them like marching out. And then they're like, "Hold on, wait, deal with the the the, the, you know, the dwarf. You gotta get him ready." Oh, okay, yeah, 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 okay. Get uh, him you ready. Hear, and you hear a couple like dwarves stop and and and, and uh, you're like you're you're handcuffed at this point, like to the chair, and you're in the room by yourself. And they're like starting to unlock the door. What are you doing? And you hear him like knock, be like, "Listen, buddy, hope you're ready. You might have you might have earned a shot here." I guess I can't do too much. Okay, I wasn't I sure if you were struggling or doing anything. I just like, I no, want to understand you know what? Let's do no, no, okay. he's. Calm, cool, calm, and collected. Okay, um, so the, they they open the door and they're like, "Okay, buddy, like uh, you 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 have a chance to earn your way back in. How do you feel about that?" Ooh. Not for I mean I'm handcuffed right now. Not very good, to be honest, gentlemen. It's for your own safety and ours. Well, I'd sure like to get back in there. Cool. I just need you to sign this really quick. And they just, like, put out a form in front of you. It's written in Elvish. Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, 
while you're giving a paper. <laughs> so you your hands are handcuffed behind your back. You're like, listen, um, like I'll just put the the pencil or the pen. I mean, you know, like right, you know, like the, just kind of in your fingers. If you want to just kind of just give it a little scribble, we just need your consent that you want to move forward with the competition. That's all it is. It doesn't even matter that it's written in Elvish. You could have just stopped it. It's yep. written. Public. <laughs> <laughs> Happily signs. Okay. <laughs> like, thank you. And they like clap it shut into like inside some sort of like binder or whatever, and they lift you up and they're like, okay, just come with us. We'll remove the restraints in just a moment. And they usher you whoa, through. Whoa, 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 gentlemen. What's a moment? A moment is, a moment is just passed. How just, about we remove the restraints now? And we just we got to take you to the challenge area. Just give us a second. And um, and so they start like just, this just is fucked. Right. So they they, they, <laughs> they grab you. And they start carting you out, like towards. I like, can walk. No, 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 don't worry about it. Just, just want to make sure you're you. not going to run. That's all. You don't, I, you don't want to run right now, bud. Just walk with us. You don't want to run right now. <laughs> He's been counting this whole time. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they take you like down another set of winding hallways to like a large, large, like sort of portcullis with this massive door. And um, they're like, okay, um, so we're going to push you in there. And uh, you know, best of luck to you. you can run and dump make him it. Real quick. <laughs> and they, the doors open, and you see it's like a gigantic arena. Oh! <laughs> There's like a few people in the stand. That some of the adventurers, in fact, actually, you guys. And I'm gonna kind of cut in time here. While he's being carried down the hallway, you guys hear an announcement like. Any challengers wanting a second shot? Now is your chance. Come down to the Gladiators Arena. I'm just, yeah, giddy, and I'm sprinting towards the door where they took off. Okay. Jarrell? Jarrell is torn, but he realizes this is his chance to redeem himself. He can't walk out of this a loser. Trying, okay. trying to outrun Mort. So you see Mort, you see, you see Mort and Jarrell among the adventurers in the stands. Some of them have pizza still. Some of them are eating cake. Like they brought their refreshments here. They're all covered, here. They're all covered in, covered in food. and sauce. Right. Covered in food. Um, and you step into the arena, and the doors close behind you, and we're going to cut to Zero. Hey, hey. So, Zero. I love this scene-switching thing. This is great. You enter into a large circular room full of doors with a giant pit in the center. Um, there is... I would say the, the pit is... Like there's like a ledge, right? That kind of goes like towards all the doors, and then there's just a giant pit in the center. So okay. it's like maybe like a five foot ledge that all just right. kind of goes around the room. Uh, you have to essentially make your way through the like around like around this sort of like circular ring all to right. the door on the other side. So the door straight across the pit, and there's like a whole bunch of doors. There's like four doors on each side. Um, going towards, like, you know, like, like, like along that sort of like ledge okay. on both sides. So I can't just walk all along the ledge to get to that door, or can I? I mean, you can. You'd have to like shuffle your way along, and you're passing a few other doors on the way down. Yeah. Um, you know what? Instead of doing that, um, I would like to go to and then investigate the first door on the right. Give me an investigation check. Someone crinkling something? No, oh, that's uh, the hail. Oh, going it's on. the hail. 
Look at that. Little hail people if you hear that coming through. Welcome to Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> it was Shames. 74 yep. degrees and sunny. Six days. It went from summer to winter. Immedi- yeah. Immediately. Yeah. Like two day period. My investigation roll comes up as an eight. This looks like an ordinary door. I attempt to open this door. Um, it attempts to grapple you as it is actually a mimic. Hmm. Huh. I hit nat 20s. Ooh. Damn it all. Shoot. That's no good. Oh, shoot. Um, you are now being, you are now grappled by this mimic, and it's attempting to push you towards the pit. Hmm. You will now need to make competing strength rolls to get out of its grasp. All right. Well, that sounds like a big old shit sandwich, Zero. Sorry, bud. It could be better. So, first strength roll is a... 12. You actually beat it. All right. So uh, you are you relinquish yourself from its grasp. You can choose to f- continue forward or move back five feet. Um, we are going to try to continue forward. Kay. We're not going to touch this next door, though. Yeah, you're in between both doors now. Right. Why not? Two, two of those. <laughs> there's two. There's still. So there's three doors ahead of you. Inside, yeah. Essentially. Well, okay. we're, we're going to double down, and I'm going to try to keep proceeding back towards the. Like towards the. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the next door attempts to grapple you. All uh, right. Competing strength rolls. Also a twelve. Uh, this one it does grapple you with a thirteen. All right. So now you have a chance to break free, or you're getting pushed into the pit. All right. This is a 16. You beat it. All right. And move forward. Moving forward. Next door. I'm assuming the same. Yeah, you're just moving right in front of the door? Yeah. It does attempt to grapple you. All right. (laughs) (laughs) The door or something. I I gotta do something to get along, you know? Yeah. All right, go for it. Zero's just charging forward. Just really blowing right through it. Uh, let's see. That'll be a 21 modified. Oh, absolutely. All right. Yeah. Um, and you, you, bet, you beat a pretty high roll, too. Yeah. You, got, you beat a 19. So. All right. One more door to beat to get to the end. Yep. And this is going to be a 19. That beats it. All right. Wow. Impressive. And to the end to get through that door, which I'm assuming is a regular door. It is, totally is a regular door. <laughs> I would like to open it and go through it. Master. Oh. So... <laughs> Flex. (laughs) (laughs) Not many, not many challenges in here could I brute brute forced, but this one. Beyond the door is a passageway with an alcove. All right. That just has a kind of leads a little more off to the right. Okay. To another room, but in that alcove there is one bead of force labeled. All right. I take that bead of force and I add it to my inventory. That is correct. Paradil, what's up? You're in a room too. No doubt. You did a thing. The large room that you actually end up walking into seals itself as soon as you enter in it. Shit. A countdown now begins from 120 seconds. And I'm going to set the timer after I describe to you what it says. Okay. Above the only door out is the message, only the fast and fleet escape sleep. And it's written in multiple languages. You recognize the Gnomish and common versions of that. Mm-hmm. But because you're reading it in Gnomish as well, you notice that it, the Gnomish reading of it is a little bit different. Um, the Gnomish reads clearly as, Those with haste and freedom of movement escape sleep. Those with haste and freedom of movement yeah, escape so you know those, sleep. Yes, you know those two as spells. There is um, 
a guest beginning now to fill the room. Okay. And in the uh, middle of the room, you can see a variety of potion-making ingredients. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd have to go and investigate. The timer is now beginning. Okay, I'm investigating. 120. Uh, I get, 119. Uh, uh, nature, 14. nature or arcana check. Okay, I got a 14. You got a 14. Yeah. So um, you know this is there's red drake root. So okay. Blue furna stalks, and yellow poppy snap flowers. Okay. So, like, red, yeah, so red, blue, yellow, and then there's also lots of empty bottles and a mortar and pestle. Okay. You know that you can, um, like, combine these things um, mm-hmm. to essentially, you know, make, like, a, like a mixture of, of, of different results. Depending on the combinations, you know, you definitely could probably produce haste and freedom of movement, mm-hmm. but you'd have to um, make a... Another in uh, either nature or arcana to see if you can figure out the combination. Okay. Haste and freedom of movement, right? Yes. That's the okay. two you're trying to figure out because there's a lot of combinations. Okay. I'm going to make um, an arcana check. Okay. Just don't mix the red with the blue, bro. Just don't Cut do it. Cut the blue wire. Cut the blue wire. Throw all <laughs> blue wires. Blue wires. <laughs> History checks with magic, alchemical, and technological items yeah. are done with... Add twice my proficiency bonus to intelligence history checks so, with magic, alchemical, or technological items. I mean, I'll let you use a history. Okay. I mean, you might have encountered this before, maybe. So, yeah, I'll let you give me a history check. You've persuaded me. And that is a 25. Nice. You needed to beat a 20. Okay. So, yes, yeah, so you know that... Um, You'd have to it, you'd have to have green and orange, and orange and purple. Um, so you did, green and orange make haste, orange and purple make freedom of movement. You can tell you only have red, blue, and yellow ingredients here. Green and orange, and orange and purple. Yep. Okay. And how many vials do I have? It's many. Okay. So in two of the vials, I add a little bit of the red drake. And the yellow whatever. Right. Makes it orange. And I make one vial green with the blue fern and the yellow babarable. And uh, yeah, sure. And then <laughs> the I colors. make one vial purple with the red drake and the blue rapa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I take two more vials. Yep. And I I make the green and the orange uh, yep. go together and I make in one, and I make the orange and purple go together in the other. Sure. Okay. And then you drink them? Is that what you're supposed to do with these? Well, they're yeah. potions. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I drank both of them. Okay, the gas is beginning to fill and fill and fill the room, and, you know, you're beginning to start choking, okay. you know, because you, you're feeling yourself, you might fall asleep, but, like, you feel really, really, really fast. Yep. And, like, your movement is completely unrestrained by the, you know, like, the fact that your muscles are starting to fail from this gas. Leaping towards that door, getting yep. through it. And you make it. All right, cool. With eight seconds to spare. Okay. Ooh. Close it behind yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. And I'm, I close it behind me and start taking some fresh breaths of fresh air. You goddamn right you do. <laughs> so in this passageway that it opens up into, there's another alcove, right? And it kind of continues on. But in mm-hmm. that alcove, there seems to be some sort of like effigy to Garl Glittergold, the gnomon, the, no, the gnomish god. He's the patron deity of gnomes. Garl Glittergold. Yep. <laughs> okay. 
and um, which you, it, this is essentially a and it seems to have like a wick at the top of this like effigy. Okay. This is a uh, candle of invocation. Okay. And it's a magic item. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what does it do? Um, when the candle is lit, which requires an action, um, it sheds a dim light in a 30-foot radius, and any creature within that light whose alignment matches the candle, which is lawful good, makes attack rolls, saving throws, and ability checks with advantage. In addition, a cleric or druid in the light whose alignment matches the candles can cast first-level spells he or she has prepared without expending spell slots. Alternatively, when you light the candle for the first time, you can cast the gate spell with it, and then doing so destroys the candle. Only the first time you light it, though. Why would I want to do that? Right. I was thinking the same oh, thing. Okay, thanks. Okay, how about... Hey, I'm going to pass on that. So Hard. what so we'll do is... Also, the candle only burns for four hours, and after which it is also destroyed. Okay. Well, the gate spell is a ninth level spell. It's like the highest level spell that you could possibly cast. It allows you to conjure a portal linking an unoccupied space you can see within range to a precise location on a different plane of existence. Oh, what? there you go. The portal is a circular opening which you can make 5 to 20 feet in diameter. You can orient the portal in any direction you choose. The portal lasts for the duration. The portal has a front and back on each plane where it appears. Travel through the portal is possible only through by moving through its front. Anything that does so is instantly transported to the other plane, appearing in the unoccupied space nearest the portal. Deities and other planar rulers can prevent portals created by the spell from opening in their presence or anywhere within their domains. So you can't just like walk into a god's domain and they'll be like, oh, hey, what's up? They'll be like, no, fuck you and close it. That's why you would break that candle. Right. When you, when, when you cast this spell, you can speak the name of a specific creature, a pseudonym, title, or nickname doesn't work. If that creature is on a plane other than the one you are on, the portal opens in the named creature's immediate vicinity and draws the creature through it to the nearest unoccupied space on your side of the portal. So if one of your buddies is transported to some other fucking plane of existence, you can be like, Hoblet the Smasher, and boom, he comes right back to you. I assume it's going to be you, Hoblet, just because, <laughs> you know. I see. That's extremely useful. Yeah, yeah. That is, yeah. That's yeah. why you would use the candle. candle. You gain no special power over the creature, and it is free to act as the DMC is appropriate. It might leave, attack you, or help you. So that's why you may want to hang on to it for using the gate spell in a fucking emergency. <laughs> yeah. So if I've got some reading to do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a incredible waste, and I think the entire audience would hate you for wasting such an awesome. I item. mean, <laughs> pull your favorite book out, light the candle, use the gate spell to bring your favorite author right to you to talk about the book while you're to reading. narrate the book. Oh my god! And if you Don, really like our show, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. And Open so, a gate portal, Paradol. You move on. Okay. Sounds good. I'm getting nervous. <laughs> <laughs> What's gonna happen? Well, we'll find out what happens. You're both after we address happens. now <laughs> what's happening in the gladiators arena. Did they take my cuffs off? Yeah. Okay. You're uncuffed. <laughs> Fuckers. <laughs> and with all of detail. your stuff. Well, Trixie's obviously out. And you see, this is a large arena, like 200 feet across, like underground. Okay. People are lining the stands now. And your buddies are watching you from the stands. And they say, the only rule here is that you, you, you don't kill each other. I don't need to be dealing with that legal mess. 
And we, don't, we just don't want to bring those kind of problems to Igor. So set your whatevers to stun, or whatever you do, just TKO. Other, way, other than that, no other rules. Uh, we bring out our first challenger. What's what's your name, dwarf? This is the kind of echoing in a loudspeaker that you can't see. You don't even you don't even know who the hell's talking to you. Why I'm Hoblet the Smasher. We have Hoblet the Smasher, and let's see how many people in the stands react. A good amount. A good amount. You have a decent you have a decent crowd. But <laughs> a dull roar. You don't really get a lot, but I mean, there's enough people going like yeah and clapping. No one like a few people have heard. I of give him a classy wave. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and. Out from this corner, we have, and like across from you, the door swings open. I'm going to go right back to the bucket. It's a good bucket night. We have the one, the only, Friar, Space Blaster Farthington, the fourth. Space <laughs> Blaster Farthington. Thank I was you, a big fan of his, his father, the third. Right. Um, I, P.S. Thank you, Vulcans, our space elves on Reddit. That was great. It's one of my favorite names we got. Um, and you see this dude like with like this weird like sort of shaped armor and like a, what looks like just like a paper mache gun, like 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 done like done to his hand. And he's like, but it looks like all painted all nice at least, but it's definitely not real, <laughs> you know. Um, but there does appear to be like an actual opening at the end of it. Maybe it's part of his costume, his whole getup. I don't know. He's like just he's like this really strange looking man, but he's excited. He's dancing. They're like, okay, f okay, fellas, when you're ready, roll initiative. Whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> We're so meta. <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> um, just so that I know what you guys are doing, Jarell and Mort, can you roll initiative too? Sure. Of course. It's a good old 17. Okay, so first of all, Hoblet, what was your initiative? 20. Oh, Hoblet, what was your initiative? Nine. Mort? 20. And oh, Jarrell? Um, 18. Wow. That means Mort's going first. Oh. <laughs> so. All right. Nice. Mort, your buddy's about to start fighting. Like, they're, like, they're starting to, like... You know, they're, they're like, they just counted down. What are you doing? I'm just kind of curious what you're doing, like, while you're in the stands watching the fight. Well, I am obviously front row, center. Um, Popcorn. <laughs> still some of the, the leftover cake, just I'm scraping it off, like, of my body it off of your body. Kind of, like, really getting gross with it. Uh -huh. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking out, I'm looking out for Hoblet, and I'm, uh, I'm kind of ready to, if things go south, step in. Okay, but you're not uh, doing anything. I'm not doing anything, but you can tell that I'm you tense. Have a, you have I'm, a reaction you can use if yes, you want. Correct. Okay. Jarrell, are you doing anything? Are you like, How close are you watching this thing? I mean, because you're up in the stands. I'd say you're about 30 feet up. I'm like trying to find like where like the entrance is, if there's like a sign-in, <laughs> like how you get down there. Yeah, there's a sign-in sheet. Okay. Yeah. How many names are on the sign-up sheet? You just put your name on it. I'm putting my name on it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. They seem to be just picking randomly at this point. Sweet. I'm, I'm sitting over by the door, just ready to go. It's almost as if I just have some random list of names here that I'm just pulling things right. out of. So, uh, Mort, did you sign up to go in there or no? Oh, yeah. My you name is on there twice. Okay. <laughs> All right, Hoblet, what are you doing to uh, Friar's Place... 
Friar Space Blaster Farthington the Fourth. <laughs> what are you doing to him? <laughs> How bad he's, he's, you he's, a <laughs> he's a good, I'd say, 150 feet away from Will you right be, now. Have I been? Have I basically injured? been led his to pride? believe that I best this man his and I'm back in the game? Correct. Dignity. <laughs> I'm gonna cast hold person. What's the range on that? Oh, he's 150 feet from you. What's the range on it? 60. Yeah, so you'd have to take some time to move up there before yeah, you can do that. It. Are you moving up, though? Oh, yeah, I'm moving up. I'm moving up for sure. Okay. Um, bollocks, I can't cast anything. I'm moving up. Okay. Um, how far? Oh, wait a minute. Fuck off with it. I can get within 120. You can? Can I? I uh, let's see. Shit sandwich. If you no, dash. Well, no. Yeah, if you walk, it's, it's 150. Yeah. You, work, you walk 25 forward. Yeah. No, you're 125 away. Right. Yeah. Now you're 120. You'd be 125 away from him. Wasn't that just a pain in the tits for being a dwarf? Yep. <laughs> 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 All right. I mean, I get fuck. I'm just moving 25 feet. And are you doing anything else? I am. I have Trixie out. You have Trixie out. Yeah. Okay, but that's it. You move 125 feet. Are you, you, you oh, move? Love keep, that. Sorry, you move 25 feet. You are now 125 feet from him. Yes. Okay. So we're gonna move to his turn. The first thing he's gonna do is do like a little flourish, and from like this like you know makeshift hand cannon from on his hand. Uh, unleash a fireball in your direction. The range on that's 150 feet. <laughs> I would like for you to make a dexterity saving throw. Fuck! <laughs> I am uh, just... Go ahead. I'm gonna fail. Hoblet always fails dex six. Mm -hmm. 15. I'm gonna use um, um, two sorcery points on Ben Luck to... I think I'm okay. Are you sure on that? Yeah, 15. I think I'm on okay. On a fireball? What's yeah, the decision? Uh, there's, yeah, there's no reason not Ooh. to. Yes, absolutely. I will use Ben Luck. Okay. You spend two sorcery points. Two sorcery and points what are you doing? Ben. Adding to his or subtracting? Oh, no, you have to add to his. I would add to his. Right. Okay. What does he get to add? 1d4. Who rolls it? He does. All oh, that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah. You pass the save and only take, let's see, 24, 5, 6, <laughs> You're 8, lucky 9, you did 30, that. 31. You take 15 fire damage instead of 31. Yeah. As you dodge out of the way of this gigantic fireball. And then he's also going to advance a little bit. He's going to probably get another 20 feet up, and then he's, he holds there. He's got a Mega Man blaster, dude. Because yeah, this is for real. perfect. Right. Mache People are cheering at this point now. Because there, there was an explosion. Just in general. Oh, it's cool. <laughs> Mort, you realize that no one seems to have given a shit that you did that. Yeah, I am also going to now use... Um, I do. Except I'm going to use I'm message. Saying, I'm going to say, like, no one's, right, like... nobody's noticed they're really... Yeah, exactly, like that. Right. right. I'm going to use message, um, and I'm just going to... Try to just whisper telepathically, in his, yeah. yeah, telepathically, just kind of whisper in his ear. And I, it, I just wanted to be, uh, let's see, what am I gonna say to him? <laughs> Daddy's got you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just 
gonna say, "Welcome to the Thunderdome," <laughs> but in like a real sensual voice. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Just a distract. Jarrell. Wait. Oh, into the opponent's ear? And this isn't to the opponent's ear. Oh. This is into. Mm, I like that. Yeah, Mr. I, like I forget that. his name. Um, Would that. Friar Space Blaster Farthington the fourth. The fourth. Is it possible that he can roll at disadvantage for his next turn? Um, He's definitely a little shook, so okay. we'll see what happens. Jarrell, what are you doing? Watching. Just watching. Okay, great. I just want to make sure. Just want to yeah. make sure you're not interfering or doing anything like that. A uh, hoblet. Just watching. This is great. <laughs> Love you too, Jarrell. He, he may or may not be rubbing his nipples a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> then again, he, maybe he's got that armor with the nipples right on the breastplate or something like that. Right, yeah. They're already yeah, accounted yeah. for on the, yeah. on the armor. Some bad I am going influence. to yeah. cast Guiding Bolt mm-hmm. as a third level spell. Okay. Which makes the damage well, should I? You yeah. should hit first, and then before you start jinxing yourself. Yeah, you're right. I missed already, didn't I? Well, you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky, <laughs> Michael Scott, Michael Scott. 19. Oh, you hit him. So, how much damage does this guiding bolt do, and what does it look like? A lot. It's 66. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, 20. 20 damage? Yes. Oh, yeah. He reels from that blow. You kind of knock him on his ass for a second, um, but he's able to stand up, and uh, he looks horrible after that. I also would like to move 25 feet closer, if that's possible. Oh, absolutely. That's a great turn. All right, he's going to look at you and realize you mean business, because you have advantage on your next attack against him now, because he's glowing because of Guiding Bolt. Yep. Um, he's going to stand, he's going to kind of back away 30 feet and he's going to Pussy. cast Magic Missile at you as a 5th level spell. So let's see, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 missiles hit you. They just hit you. They just hit me? I don't get to Magic do Missile does not miss. <laughs> yep. 28 force damage. How far away am I from him now? 100 feet. Wait, you move closer, you're 75 feet from him. Well, no, then he could have moved. Yeah, no, he moved at his max range. So he's, he's, you're, you're 130 feet from him. And he's trying to like kite you around. All right. I mean, so I guess I'm just going to cast Guiding Bolt again. Uh, At advantage to hit him. Yeah. What what, what level are you casting it at? Uh, We're going to go. Hold on a second. Remember, you can't kill him, or you shouldn't kill him. Yeah, but when you reduce a creature to zero, you can choose to just knock him unconscious. See. That's all I'm saying. I see. I'm going to cast it at third level again. Okay. 25. Yeah, you hit him. 23. Oh, yeah. And I know I skipped you guys, yeah, by the way, right. but um, yeah, what does it look like when you knock his ass out? <laughs> Uh, I'm assuming that each one of the die is a bolt. No, it's all one bolt. The die is just how much damage. That's it. It's one bolt. Um, I feel like <laughs> Hoblet threw the bolt way up in the air. Right, like arced it? Right down through his foot. And he's just 
he doesn't want to fight me anymore. His foot? He can't move. Yeah, it's right through his foot, like into the ground, like oh, far like just, into yeah. the ground. Yeah, well, you also knocked yeah. him unconscious with that, though, too. Oh, okay. Because yeah, just the sheer force, <laughs> the sheer force of it just knocked him on his ass. Okay. And by on his ass, I mean on his front with his leg in the ground. Fair enough. His brain was in his foot. And everyone says, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, let's congratulate Hoblet the Smasher! <laughs> Give us a few moments while we clean up the arena. In the meantime, Hoblet... You choose which one of your party members you would like to rejoin. Will it be the weird robot-looking guy? Or the short gnome with the douchey ponytail? <laughs> uh, I know my voice just changed, favorite? but it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm going to join... That's a tough decision. I'm going to join... Paradil. We had that adventure together. Sure. You did. They're like, <laughs> come right this way, please. And they, and they, you can see like the doors ahead of you where your, where your competitor had entered in from swing open. And okay. you probably walk that way. So, zero. Alrighty then. Do you, are you guys, hold on, by the way, before I get to zero, Mort and Jarrell, are you guys like cheering for Hoblet? Like, what are you doing? I'm clapping. Yeah, I yeah. am just ecstatic. Yeah. Do you like, acknowledge screaming. them? Screaming. Um, his name and cheering. I actually s- swipe right past Jarrell, who ignored me to just go sign up for the contest himself <laughs> right away. You're, you're swiping, sw- you're swiping swipe right. left. Yeah, you're swiping I knew right. I was going for that same joke. <laughs> I, don't, I don't do the Tinders. I, I never had, I've never used it before in my entire life. I just know that you swipe certain directions. I saw a comedian the other day that was like, yeah, I've been trying to come up with a Tinder app for kids. It's called Kinder. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, no. That's horrible. I, I can't. Um, I can't. Anyways, but I give the, uh, I give a little double tap and a point out. Uh, it's my boy, Gorgeous Mort. And I'm just going to go with two fingers to the lips, two fingers to the heart, two fingers to the sky, and give him one of those. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> what a tribute. What a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. Inner strength. So, it's <laughs> <laughs> good. Zero, we're going to go to you. All right. Um, Zero, you approach a medium-sized room that looks largely featureless except for a locked, a, a, a locked door out. And you can tell it's locked because it's a massive key ring hanging from a rope tied to the ceiling. All right. There are easily a hundred rings on this massive ring, which is made of a strange, somewhat flexible metal material. Hmm. And there's just a lot of keys door. on that ring? There's a hundred keys on that okay. ring. And there's a door to lead out. Interesting. Okay. I go and attempt to take down the ring of keys. Yeah. You are able to grab the ring of keys. Good. I would now like to investigate this ring of keys. Tell me more about these keys on give, this ring. Give me a investigation check. D20, where are you? You guys are doing so great. Let's see. That investigation check would be a 16. All of these keys are identical to each other. Okay. And this key ring is like sort of oddly flexible. You can like bend it and shape it. It's almost rubbery, but it's not. Okay. The ring is, are the keys also flexible? No. Okay. All right. I would like to take these with me to the door, and I would then like to investigate the door. Okay, go ahead and give me an investigation check on the door. It's not quite as good. That's only an eight. Looks like a pretty big, um, just 
like lock, like keyhole. All right. That any key could potentially fit into. Hmm. I'm going. And you can see that in the corner of the room, there's a pit that just points down to says, and it's, you can see a, like a neon sign above it that says, give up, question mark, mm-hmm. loser's room. And it's like, oh, there's, there's, a, there's a arrow pointing down. All right. I will attempt to use a key on the door. It goes into the lock. Yep. And you turn it, nothing happens. All right. You don't oh. hear a click. You don't hear anything. It just kind of moves freely about in there. All right. Then I'd like to pull uh, that key out. Okay. And it comes out. It doesn't get trapped in there nope, or consumed it just comes or right out. All right. Could I fit two keys into there at the same time? No. All right. Interesting. No cheating. No cheating. No cheating. No cheating. Just trying to figure it out. I just want validation for what I think. You know what I mean? And like, I'm truncating a lot of these silences, audience. But there's a lot of like pausing, and like you can see people like looking at each other, like you know, almost trying to sign to each other. And I'm trying to cut that shit off because like, (laughs) no one else is in the room. Nope. He's by himself. Sit on your hands if you have to. Yeah. Look at the floor. Yeah. It's gonna be a lot of me sitting here thinking too. So. Gets to torture all the rest of you. It's okay. That's why the that's why editing is a thing. Editing. Editing. Yeah, hold on. I'm well, going to go ahead. Several minutes later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> editing won't gain you these minutes back in real life, will they? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. They won't. Yeah. Fuck me. Eh, you're not my type. <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> strength all right let's see so i this the ring that these 100 keys are on can be twisted correct hmm. it like feels metallic but it almost bends like rubber like a like a, like a rubber okay band. so like when you let go of it it does like kind of try to go back to its shape yeah. but it's like it's easily twistable and malleable it so i can break. i try to grab uh, by one key and the other 99 in the other hand and twist uh one of the keys I mean, you can, can twist. It, you can twist like the key up, and it just it just twists the ring, you know, right. between the one key and the rest of them. Mm. Like it's just it just like kind of it, flops I can around. just keep on twisting it, and nothing yeah. happens. Yeah, it's a very large ring too. I mean, you can just All keep right. twisting it. It's just very malleable. Hmm. Several minutes yeah. later. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like the processors are spinning and whirring. Yeah. And, making horrible clunking noises and I think there's a little bit of black smoke coming out of his head now and it's not an attractive thing whatsoever. It just says you're a bastard. Yeah, James slipped me a note saying I was a bastard. I think James figured it out. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. God bless you. Um... I'm going to take one key, kind of wind it up, like put a whole bunch of twists in the thing. Okay. Put that in the doorknob and then let go and see if this elastic will spin the key around a whole bunch of times. (laughs) (laughs) That's incredible. That's a really good idea. That's a really good idea. (laughs) (laughs) What's it say on your fancy sheet about what happens when you do that? (laughs) You almost hear something happen. 
but you feel like your approach is not quite there yet. But hmm. something more happens when you do this. You can hear the key banging against the locking mechanism, but it doesn't appear to be catching it. Hmm. It almost seems as if... Give me one more intelligence, straight intelligence check. All right. Nat one. Nat one? Never mind. You don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's banging, out, banging around a whole lot in there, but it's hitting stuff. He's right. not quite worrying on all cylinders right now. Fran's, basically, Fran was just like, I'm going to give you a hint. Roll a d20. Ooh, nat one. That sucks. No hint. <laughs> That's precisely what happened, yes. Yeah, I mean... Hmm. And we're going to cut to Paradise. Yeah, that's, a, that's actually a really good idea. Let me sit on this one for a minute. Why not? Think yeah. about it. We'll cut to Paradise. Okay. So, Paradise, this is by far the largest room in the dungeon so far. And as you're sort of walking into it, you hear a slurping sound and a pop behind you. And then all of a sudden, Hobbit's standing there, kind of ever so slightly dripping. With some sort of is unknown a, gooey substance. Paradil has mixed emotions about <laughs> this appearance. Oh, hello, friend. I made it back to you. <laughs> oh, hi. Um, <laughs> I was kind of doing good here. How's it going, Yes, here to conquer this dungeon. <laughs> so, in this gigantic room, right, it's, it sort of has like, it's, it seems to just be carved out of the rock of this mountain and you guys are in. Uh, it's got a radius of at least 80 feet. So that's a you know 160-foot diameter it's, for those of you. It's a circular room? It's a circular room, okay. yes. It's like a massive dome, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, at the far end of the entrance uh, ways, there's a massive, magnificent door. Um, you, you, you kind of get the impression that this might, be, this might lead to the final room, Okay. this door at the end. Unlike the walls, which are still rough stone, the floor is flattened and polished to a glimmering sheen. Okay. Into the floor are carved five massive murals of dragons. On the back wall are five large vessels in five different colors. Blue, red, yellow, green, and white. Blue, red, yellow, green, and white. Correct. The water inside each of those uh, vessels has been dyed the same color as the vase. Okay. The challenge appears to be the appears to be to pick the correct color for the correct dragon and pour it in. Failure re, uh, will result in probably being teleported to the loser room. Pour it into the mural. Yes. Pour it on the floor. Yes. Pour it out for your homies. Okay. Yes. I'm gonna investigate these uh these dragon murals is that um, all is for that all looking at the yeah i mean you can investigate but i'm going to say to really know anything about them um, are they colored kind of it's the the, the 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 color it's actually it's actually faded the 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 murals are sort of awaiting to be colored you kind of have to know who these dragons are in order to color them appropriately so okay. you need to make either a history or religion check Where's my dragon whisperer when I need him? <laughs> uh, history or religion, I'll accept. To figure out who the fuck these dragons dragon, are. Not a real American. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to make a history check. I, as well, am going to make a history check. Say 12. Okay. 15. Okay. You think you know? Mm-hmm. You might have heard some stories. You're kind of guessing based on their shapes, but... Um, 
I'll give one of you one more chance with a nature check. A nature check. I got a zero in nature. Yeah. Well, just just wondering who would who would be more suited to do a nature check. Uh, I got a good nature bonus here. Yeah. Okay. Bonus it up. Don't <laughs> bonus. Blow it. <gasps> That's a nineteen. Good nineteen. Yes. You're pretty sure. You feel pretty confident. These uh, these are legendary dragons with names you cannot pronounce, but you think you remember from the books you read as a child. Mm-hmm. What colors each of these are? Okay. You feel pretty confident. I feel pretty confident. You feel pretty confident. Okay. I'm going to take the blue vial off the far wall. Okay. I'm going to search around for the what I assume is the blue guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you just you, you pour them all in, right? Yeah. You think you have the right pattern. Yes. There's a pregnant pause. Yeah. And then you hear a... Uh, you, you, you see the room immediately illuminate. Mm-hmm. And you hear a loud clank throughout the room as one bolt in the door unlocks. Yes. And begins to majestically and slowly swing open. Cool. Having done absolutely <laughs> nothing, Hoblet starts walking towards the, <laughs> the open door that Parado... Very, very proud of him. Yes, very confident. There is no alcove in this passageway. Okay. And zero. All right. I'm going to put a key in the door. Okay. Hold that key still and twist the entire rest of the keychain around. Okay. And then put it where? Like, what are you doing with it? What do you mean? Like, twist the entire keychain like, around? So that every other key except for the one in the door t- turns. You're not going to... Oh, like, well, you're not going to be able to fit all the keys inside the door. No. Just one. The one that's in the door isn't moving. It's all the rest of them that are moving. I see your approach there. Yeah. Um, nothing. No, it does not. Hmm. It does not work. <laughs> that was really heady. That's a yeah, really that was pretty good. <laughs> that was pretty good. That's a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> The there is no spoon attempt. I'm still a bastard. I know I'm still a bastard. <laughs> I I want to tell you that you were so close before. Yeah. And you've moved farther away. You're cold, colder. Hmm. Colder. I'll give you one more chance. I mean, really, you can keep going until you give up. The only the only like you can this this room is a voluntary submission into the losers' room. Yeah. Yeah. You can actually see here from behind you, though, a couple of adventurers. They seem to be behind, like, a, uh, a force barrier. Yeah. Like, watching you. And you and you see some ushers pushing them away. Like, hey, hey, no cheating, no cheating. Hurry up in it. Hurry, hurry it up in there. We got some people waiting. Oh, you're creating a backlog. <laughs> yes. See, there are certain things here that Zero lacks, though. Like, um, the, correct, the, the correct knowledge hearing. of social mores. Um, he does... Uh, he also doesn't really have much of an opinion of what anybody else thinks, and he doesn't need to eat, sleep, or breathe. Right. <laughs> you could literally stay here forever. forever. <laughs> 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 they didn't account for this. No. <laughs> oh, and the part that where Zero is now taking out a notebook and writing down all of the results for everything he's doing. Of course. He is now experimenting on the door. Right. <laughs> What uh, do you try? Anything else? Do you have anything else in mind? Um, How flexible is this ring? 
very flexible. It's gigantic. It's like flexible, massive right? and very, very flexible. Like, and you can twist it all the way up like he did before. Again, hmm. it feels metallic, like to the touch, but is like almost rubbery in like the way that it can be moved and, 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 and changed. I wonder if I could uh, stretch out a chunk of the key ring and uh, shove that in through the keyhole. Yes, you do that. Yes. And, and you see that as soon as it goes in, it kind of expands back to its like form or attempts to. Yeah. And you hear it clasp onto a lock. Haha. And the door unlocks. Fantastic. And nice. I open the door. Woo! And you open nice. the door. And as you open the door, you you start walking down this corridor, which also does not have an alcove. All right. That is not what I thought. Actually, I, I lied. There actually is a, an alcove. Ooh. It is exactly what I thought. And it contains, yeah. labeled, Nolzer's Marvelous Pigments. What's Nolzer? N-O-L-Z-E-R-S. Marvelous Pigments. It's a magic item. Look it up. Yep. <laughs> I'm just writing all these down right. for now. I'm telling the audience. Um, and it, the corridor leads forward only to one room. All right. I'll... F- further along we go. And as you're entering this room, you actually see Peridil and Hoblet exiting said room. Aha. As you w- go into the marvelous chamber that they had just poured a whole bunch of paint into. Alright. And you seem to catch up with them before they exit the room. Ooh. Alright. So I uh, pick up the pace and try to get through the door with them. Do you say anything? Because they're just like kind of walking. They're, they, they, they're, they're way ahead of you. Hold the door. What do you you guys do? I turn around and hold the door. Okay. (laughs) We're we're all pretty happy. I think we're both pretty happy to see you. Cool. Scooting along. And as you're opening the door, you see ahead of you, like a very, like, remember that that muscular man I was describing to you? Muscular Manny? That muscular man who was, like, being cheered on by the crowd. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, like, you know, like, when you guys were entering into the town, you see him standing like kind of walking down the corridor just further ahead of you and you see him kind of like scratching his head um as um <laughs> I fucking love it as he like contemplates going into the the last room here you can see you kind of catch up to him and he kind of just like puts his arm out like hey keep your distance like I got here first but he doesn't really say anything to you he just kind of holds an arm out almost like a stiff arm you guys Right, like, hey, don't get any closer. This is this is my turn. What do you do? Do do you hold off or do you continue to advance? Paradil says, "Who are you? How did you get here?" I am testicles, and I am (laughs) (laughs) not testicles. Because that would be a good heroic Greek name. Yeah. Testicles. Right. Let me write down on my notepad. It testicles. Is, it, is, it is testicles. But. <laughs> but this is, this is better. Testicles. Testicles. <laughs> but, like, I read it and I see testicles. So, like, I'm just. Like, I think it's testicles. funnier that way. Yeah, testicles. testicles. He's from old country. I am, I am testicles. And I am greatest warrior in all the land. You. We'll wait as I conquer this dungeon. I got here first, and I will stop you if you try to go ahead of me. Do you let his name slide? Like, <laughs> like, like wait, hold on, question. This, this guy is gigantic. He is gigantic. He's human, but he's got to be seven feet tall. And, like, just jacked. 
Testicles. <laughs> Testicles. <laughs> so, what what does the passage before him look like? Um, ahead of him, there seems to be a, um, like, at the end of the corridor, a drop that leads into the next room. He's kind of looking down into it, and he's holding you back from it. He's like, I will challenge this room first, and I will claim my worthy prize. You know, nice no, job zero. getting here. Hoblet's going to pull out a net and miss. Yeah, I don't think... Try to net. <laughs> yeah. Hold up, hold up. Let's let this Belky Bartokamas sounding motherfucker uh, flunk this room ahead yeah. of us well, here. I had to he already on. tried to swing the net. I threw the net. So he Seriously. takes out a flaming sword and gets a... 19 to hit against your AC. A 19? Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, you're going to take um, 19 damage. I'm down. <laughs> he, knocks I'm you down. Un- he knocks you unconscious with it. <laughs> and he says, anyone else want to challenge the mighty testicles? <laughs> <laughs> no, he pretty much deserved that. <laughs> Good. Hey, I have my hobble now timer sit back for a long time. And there. watch Nobody me win this contest. Huh. And he hops down into the room. And that's what we're going to call this week's episode. Fuck. He's <laughs> <laughs> getting knocked down by testicles. That's it. See you next week. Big sweaty ball knock right in the face. A teabagging, if you will. And okay, hold on. I need to yep, quickly bag. say, um, user, like, author DM, aka Bryce, the guy who wrote this module that like I'm adapting, because like he and I were talking on Reddit and stuff. I apologize if it actually was testicles, but <laughs> I, I, to, some, testicles. something tells me that it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, the testicles is so much. Something better. tells me it doesn't matter. Yeah, I just so, really like the delivery of I am testicles. <laughs> gold. I was, I could not wait to drop this gold, guy on you Jerry, guys. I could gold. not wait to drop testicles. <laughs> um, that's a teabagging that being said thank you guys for listening if you liked what you heard uh, please interact with us on the internet we can be found on Facebook we're on Twitter we're at Hapless Heroes we have a subreddit uh, it's just uh, reddit slash r slash Hapless Heroes podcast I left the dot com out it doesn't matter don't look at me like that Zach I wasn't giving you any look okay I saw some, it I saw some side eye over there it was a little side eye I was not um, paying attention honestly we, we, that's good so we also <laughs> <laughs> it means he can get away with more we also have we also have an email address if you want to hit us up and you're not like a social media person it's just haplessheroes at gmail.com has anyone ever emailed you yes Sarah she sent us that spreadsheet oh yeah, yeah 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 shout out um, Sarah and I think some and, you shout know, out spreadsheet Phil's been sending us fan art through there like I have so many awesome drafts of like all of our characters like I've gotten some interaction through email yeah and um if you really, really like us, you can leave us. Uh, we would really love it if you left us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice. It really helps us kind of grow in the ranks, get more visibility. We also just want to genuinely hear your thoughts and, you know, listen to you stroke our egos for a little bit, and then we'll stroke yours back. Mm. Uh, <laughs> a medium enthusiasm hand. Down. Right, right, <laughs> right. That's about it. Yeah, that's about that, right? Uh, and we also, if you really, really love us, have a Patreon page. If you want to donate some of your hard-earned money, we have some fun rewards. Really, it's completely um, optional. Like, maybe this is a free show. Like, we're not really begging for your money. But, you know, if you feel like we're worth your hard-earned dollars, like, we'll try to give something really awesome back to you. And um, that's all I got. What do you got, Zach? Well, I just want to say, if you really, really love us, I mean a lot. Uh, if it's sunny where you are, go to a beach. 
and uh, cut out little letters that say hapless heroes and uh, place them on someone who is tanning in the sun. So they have <laughs> one of those weird things where they have the, the words uh, tan. Oh, I completely them. understand. <laughs> I completely understand. You should absolutely do that, I'll audience. No more. Send us pictures. All right. So um, let's go ahead and outro the party. Uh, to my left, we've had James playing Hoblet the Smasher. I'll be back. Capital V. Massimo playing Gorgeous Mort. Okay, yeah, see you never. <laughs> Dave playing Omega Project Prototype Zero. I'm having so much fun. There's so much science to do here. <laughs> really, you just struggle with a, uh, a set of keys for like a fucking hour. But scientifically. <laughs> <laughs> and Zach, we, we, have, we have Zach playing Paradolinkowitz. I want to hit that testicles. <laughs> I want to punch him. And John playing Lord Jarrell the Light. Until next time. And I've, I'm Francesco. I've been your host and DM. Tune in next week where we see how the heck this thing concludes. Bye bye now. Bye bye. 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 We'll see you. Bye. We'll see you. We'll see you. Bye. <laughs>